Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, everybody. Uh, so, episode three of the Faux Brothers Where Art Thou podcast starting right now. Um, very excited to be here. It's honestly, it felt like a really long week. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited to talk with you guys and put out our, uh, our third episode here. Um, Nate, how you doing, man? I'm good. Just uh, enjoying life. Not uh, not enjoying that our quarantine has been extended to May 15th. But um, you know, life uh, life doesn't care about all of us. It just keeps on going. So here we are. Yeah, gotcha. E dog, how you doing? What are you been up to? Uh, in the long sense. Nothing. In a short sense, also nothing. I don't do anything at all. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Just get stuff done online, emails. Other than that, nothing at all. I don't do anything. It's tough, man. Yeah, it's tough out there. Hold up, Z. What do you got? Yeah, I, along with both of them, you know. Quarantine being extended to the 15th here. Uh, definitely not ideal. Um, kind of getting to the point where it's just like want to get back into a routine. It's kind of nice at first just being at home and everything. And I know we probably said this each week. It's just ready to get back into that swing of things, get out of the house, see people. And uh, the work I'm doing right now is – sparse just because who knows when we're actually opening once the 15th comes or the 10th comes are we getting back open but yeah i'm just answering emails and ready to go right once we get the okay to open right yeah i didn't know that was may 15th for you guys it's uh may 1st for me which is friday so i don't know how that's gonna work but uh like may 1st for me is like going back to work but I mean, I, my, a lot of my job requires me to like meet in person with people, so I'll just be going right. into the office. So um, yeah, guys, it's tough out there. And and honestly, I I don't think we actually this week we didn't really like go over things like what we should talk about. Um, so we're just kind of gonna wing it. <laughs> I know. I think Zach sent something to the group. Yeah, I sent out a text, but it wasn't like a rundown of how we normally do it, I guess. It was just kind of stuff going on. No, I think Z- Zach's definitely got some stuff we can talk about if you want to go with it, Dee. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we lost Nate the last half of last podcast, and Nate is the commissioner of the football league. So we didn't get to really talk about any of the changes that uh, might be happening or – things that might come up and then with Nate here now I'd like figured we'd talk about the hockey one as well and then yeah. this we got the draft the NFL draft going on right now first round was yesterday the second and third round tonight um so kind of just staying on the sports topics today can I I, I the actual NFL draft was when last year and then today was second. Right now, the second and third round are going on. Oh, and then yeah. tomorrow is four through seven starting at noon. Yeah. I guess I didn't. I don't really it was kind of silly to watch. I mean, <laughs> everybody was saying it was going to be a, a big issue. Like, oh, what happens if they lose connection or this or that? And since everybody was like, FaceTiming or Zooming like this, there were those moments where I was like, eh, uh, oh, oh really? no, you go ahead. <laughs> you, you go ahead. Oh, wait, yeah, no, it's your turn, Desmond, you go. And it's just like, there were only a couple of times like that, but you could tell it was not ideal and they got through it, but obviously it would have been cooler to see everybody come up on stage and get drafted. For sure. However, well, I gotta run out. Keep going though. Hold on. Would you have watched it if it wasn't gonna be like the way it was? Like, do you usually watch the draft? 
I usually watch the first like ten picks or keep a idea of when the Lions are picking, which is usually in the top ten. Um, and then I'm just like, all right, whatever. You know, if there's a player in there that I'm like, oh, I, I know I watched them this past season, or I think they're gonna be really good. I wonder where they go, but it it's really time consuming. So it's just like, uh, every 10 minutes, there's only one pick. Yeah. Um, Nate, what about you? Do you usually watch the draft? Whether or not I was watching the draft? Yeah. Um, I kind of watched only just for the the first, like, five picks, just because those are... The big names. Big names. Um, The people they talk about before. Yeah, and I mean, like, I really don't know most of the college football players. I don't really watch college football. I mean, um, yeah, so it's really just not a big big deal to me. Um, but I know that uh, a lot of fans definitely like uh, knowing who's going to be joining their team, so – Okay, who did we get? I'm sorry, I left for like 20 seconds. Who did the Lions get? So the Lions got a CB, a cornerback, a defensive back from Ohio State named Jeff Okuda. He like, in his final year at Ohio State, he like didn't, he gave up like one or two passes the whole season. That was a pretty good pick. The only thing is we got rid of Darius Slay, who's like a top five cornerback in the league. So we're picking this guy up to replace him, even though if we kept Darius Slay, we could have two shutdown cornerbacks for a few years because we don't have to pay this guy until like two or three years from now. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll, We'll see. We'll see where we go from there. Better than having none, I guess. I mean, the first three picks were all from Ohio State at one point. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I mean, the first pick came from LSU, but he transferred from Ohio State after his sophomore year or something like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, So, I I, I guess I was like – I was thinking, like, we're all Lions fans – just kidding, Nate. Tampa Bay now. Yeah, Nate, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Like, Nate's such a bandwagoner. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Well, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you call it bandwagon, but he's not a Lions fan. Um, I guess I was wondering, like, it, I, I want to, like, give insight to, like, what Lions fans say. Like, I get annoyed, but it's, like, we're so loyal to, like, the Lions, um, people from – Michigan generally um it's like I hear all the times like oh next year they're gonna be good next year they're gonna be good they've never been good they're terrible <coughs> never will be good my opinion is they're never gonna be good until the Fords are gone Zach do you want to take this one I, I mean he's kind of hitting it right on the head I don't I don't think they'll be good is, until is they there make... even a reason for hope with the Lions? Like, well, you get all this young talent and these young guys who are like, "Oh, this is this is going to change it around." Because Stafford's not a bad quarterback, but well, you we've had some of the best players in the league. Yeah, in their position, it... in their position, and they—it's just the Lions, like their organization, like. Not they probably have done good or better in that position or whatever in a different team, but they just doesn't matter if you're the best and turn out to be those like Megatron. He's the best. He was the best version, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, like it's kind of annoying to just hear like we're gonna we're turn around this year. No, I completely agree. I think it is. Uh, Do you think that's just kind of like a mindset that? people have in Michigan is like we're gonna turn it we're gonna be good and like it just keep gives us hope now I so I think that's more like 
the person who doesn't really watch or is like they're going to turn it around because they got this guy, but it's not a one-guy fix or a two- or three-guy fix. I mean, yeah, because we had it. We, we had a winning record with Caldwell, but got rid of him. And, I mean, our – our, we haven't had a winning season since, so it's not necessarily coaching. It's not necessarily one player, but next year, I I don't think we're going to – I mean, we might win two or three more games than we did this year, but it's not going to change everything around. Yeah. What do you got, E-Dog? It seems like you're kind of ready to go. I mean, with the Lions, I feel like every – like Michigan native who is a Lions fan at at least like five years of their life they've been like this is the year until they hit their peak and then they're like we're they just know your your highest you're ever gonna be is eight and eight or seven and nine that's the highest you're ever gonna be and after that you game terms. No, hundred no. That's real life. You will be seven and nine or eight and eight, and you can hope to win the oh, division. Sorry. But if you think about it, I don't think that's just the mindset of the Lions. I think that's the mindset of the whole division. Like, I think the Chicago Bears think they're going to be good every year because they got a good defense, but they have no offense. I think the Green Bay Packers always think they're going to be good, even though they have no wide receivers and their defense isn't that good. And I think the Vikings always think they're going to be good because, like, every team in our division thinks they're going to be good because all the other teams are so bad. Every team in our division thinks they have a chance of winning it because every other team in our division has a very easy chance of losing it and blowing it. So I can see the Vikings, they just drafted a wide receiver after they got rid of Stefan Diggs. And they're right in the same boat they were before. They just got an extra draft pick. They just used their draft pick correctly with what they got rid of. The only don't team you think, that, don't the you only think team, it's kind of the nature of all the NFL? Like, there is such close uh, – I mean, with the exception of the Patriots going to the Super Bowl, like, almost every year oh or every other year. But, like, most teams – I mean, like, last year, San Francisco went to the, to the Super Bowl. The year before, they were – they had – Double-digit losses. I mean, so think about so, it this way: like that's the nature of the NFL. Like everybody's kind of got a chance each year. No, I think it's more interesting with our division because everyone in our division has a chance. The Dallas Cowboys, the Redskins, the Giants, and the Eagles, right? They are all they they went in on a losing record last year. Like, that's how bad that division was. That's the same division as us. Any team can win that division. However, if you look at the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Panthers, that division usually has the Saints going, right? Like, you can look at each division and you can kind of pick, like, well, that team's usually been the top of their division. Either it's the Panthers or Falcons who are going to be that other team. The Buccaneers are never that team. You know, it's like the Denver Broncos haven't been that team since they won the Super Bowl. They haven't been that team competing. It's been Kansas City the last two years, and you can almost guarantee that Kansas City is going to be that team from that division for the next, like, five years. There are certain divisions you can just almost guess which team's going to win. And when you come to our division – it's almost a coin flip. Do you do you think you would put bets on you know who the who would win each division? I would, but you always have like how do you do? You just go for like you put four bets and you just pick the four best from that side. Sure, or you could pick who the playoff teams are going to be. I mean, outside I, of the you gotta Lions go, division, you got to go Kansas City for sure. Like how the only way Kansas City is not going to make it is if Mahomes isn't there and Mahomes even got injured and they still made it there and won the Super Bowl. He I mean, the Chargers for what, have weeks? a solid team and so new quarterback. Like- Chargers not. New quarterback. I don't think that team's going to compete with Kansas City. 
they can't put up the offensive firepower as Kansas City, I don't think. And Oakland just got a wide receiver. They don't have a quarterback. So um, anyway. Yeah, I, honestly, like, I, I mean, this is, I mean, uh, you guys could go all all day on football. I, I don't really know that much about football. Um, I The only thing I care about is, like, a fantasy football, which was so close to winning last year. Anyways, uh, but actually, I wanted Nate to give a chance to explain himself because he's not a Lions fan. And he last time I talked to you, Nate, you didn't even say you're necessarily a Patriots fan. You're, like, you're a Tom Brady fan? I, I, well, so, so the thing is, we give Nate shit because, like, like, I think everybody in Michigan or whatever has this, like, loyalty to the Lions, but Nate's just like, fuck that. I'm not a Lions fan. I'm a, I, I was, I'm a Patriots fan. But, but the last time I talked to you, you said you weren't necessarily, you're more of, like, an individual player fan. So, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but go ahead. If you don't mind, like, explaining, like, what, yeah, what is I it? mean, I think, I think it kind of speaks or my answer is going to kind of speak to uh, just the state of the NFL and the the relationship that owners have with players. Um, it just seems like uh, the people that come out on top are the owners and you kind of just have to start rooting for, you know, that individual brand, you see it happening in basketball, you see it starting to happen um, a little bit in, uh, in football, um, people trying to promote themselves because, um, you know, no matter what, at the end of the day, the owners end up winning out. So you got to be, um, you got to be the best for yourself. You got to look out for yourself if you're an NFL player. And as a fan, I mean, your your team could go ahead and trade your favorite player and be like, yeah, it's just business. So if you're going to have a favorite player, why should it matter what team he's on? Uh, so really, I choose to be a fan of someone who's good at what they do. Um and provides exciting football. I like, so yeah, I like, uh, I think I jumped to the Patriots when I was younger because I didn't really have that thought process. But uh, now after years of watching the NFL, I'm more of a, a fan of a player rather than a fan of a team. Okay. How does that feel for you guys who are, who are just, uh, I lived in Michigan, so I have to be a Alliance fan. Whoa. Who wants to go? Well. I, I feel like Z should go. How do you feel about that statement? <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't bother me. I don't feel like I have to be a Lions fan. Um, I don't either. But the fact that I live here is like, okay, well, they're the team that everybody roots for. So it's just like, all right, well, that's so you're the a team lemming? I like. What? You're a lemming? A follower? Yes. <laughs> Just teasing. No, I'm away. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I didn't grow up playing football or really watching it until fantasy football. So I was like, all right, Lions are the team. So fantasy football now is like, all right, I, I don't even turn the Lions on. I'll watch Red Zone all day. But if the Lions were to make the playoffs – that's the team I'm watching. I got right. you. So, here, so here's what I'm going to say. Fantasy football has ruined the team, like, root for. You know the team I'm rooting for is my fantasy team. Z, is that the same thing for you? Nate, yeah. is that the same thing for you? Yes. Nate, how about you? Or are you, all, are you always going to root for Tom Brady above your fantasy football team? 
are you rooting for your fantasy football? So, so I root for Tom Brady so much so that he makes it to the Super Bowl. Whether he has a statistical day or not, I don't care. That was not okay. the question. Well, yeah, you're asking me if I'm rooting for Tom Brady or on my fantasy week. team. On any week. Like, yeah, I on, want Tom Brady to win. I want above, him to make it to the Super Bowl. Above, no, I, like on like week two of the season, you would rather have Tom Brady win than your fantasy football team win. That's what I'm asking. Who would you rather have? I don't have? think that the two are mutually exclusive. I don't the think that I can have – one do one and the other do something else. I think I, that, it's the Monday night game. It's I want I want Tampa Bay to win, but Tom Brady can't throw any touchdowns. They got to run it in. Right. I need this guy to do well, but I want this team to win. That's fine it's by exactly. me. I don't no, care. that's what you want. <laughs> the Monday night game. I want what I want is at the end of the season Tom Brady to be in the Super Bowl. So if he wins and has 5,000 passing yards, or if he wins and has 3,000 passing yards, I don't care. All right. So it's not a week-to-week thing. It's a just make it to the Super Bowl. End of the season. Hypothetical. If it's like what, week 15, 16, because there are 17 weeks in the regular season, right? So let's say it's week 15, and the Patriots are up against – no, let's say Tampa Bay is up against – the Saints. And Zach's got Drew Brees once again, obviously. But Nate's got – no, Nate has it's Drew Brees. It's got to be your ball. Exactly. Would you rather have Tom Brady lose that game for the other team so your team gets to finally go to the finals for the second time and you have a chance to win the fantasy football championship or would you rather have Tom Brady win and their team get into the playoffs? Would you rather have your fantasy football team get into the playoffs or the Buccaneers get into the playoffs? I'd rather have the Buccaneers get into the playoffs. No, I disagree. I 100% disagree, and I feel like Zach feels the same way. I just hope it <laughs> happens this year so I we can know. come back to That's this That's what moment. I want to see. <laughs> Nate, this is I love you. Right? Nate, Guys, I, love it. I just that scenario is never going to happen. I'm running I, away with it. This I yeah. So you're going to go with the right answer, which is <laughs> supporting your team. So uh, <laughs> whatever team Tom Brady's on, um, he's going to face Big D in the playoffs, and then be like, "Well, it didn't matter anyway." I exercised <laughs> those demons. I drafted Tom Brady, and he sat on the bench all year. <laughs> That'll be what Nate does. <laughs> Probably. I don't I I just alright, so I think we should move on from the football. With one last thing to say, Nate, I disagree with you saying oh, you get the final say. Is yeah, this, uh, you know, we're gonna what move is on this? real quick after this because we're about honestly, to set up. honestly I feel like I've earned the right to have the final say. So <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Do we have to like go over it, Nick? I don't. I hate to be the. I don't say a fantasy. If it's fantasy <laughs> talk, yeah, I'll give you the final say. All right, that's um, fine. But you, no, Nate up, said you know. whatever your favorite players on, you don't care what team they're on. I, I just, I guess, I don't agree with that at all. I, if Steve Eisman left his last year, I'd be fucking devastated. Devastated. Datsuk leaves his last year and actually plays for Arizona. Devastated. I was even a little devastated that he's contract with Arizona. He's he's technically a Phoenix Coyote. I just it's least, something something about it just makes that's me what feel I, bad. That's what that, like, I was saying. I don't. That's what I was saying. Your team could trade your favorite player, not your, you play, said, your favorite player. You decides said to go and it leave. doesn't matter who you like. It doesn't matter what team they play for. You're going to root for your favorite player. That's exactly. what you said. I don't it, agree with that. No, but you I listen. would still root for them, but I would be devastated. I still would like them to do well, but I would be devastated if they left. It'd be hard. It'd be so okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it would be hard. What I was saying is that I've transitioned from a team first, which is not the same as the Red Wings, because oh you're using them as an example as if Iserman had left. You have a team first mentality there. I don't have a team first mentality for the Patriots. 
have a Tom Brady first mentality. So if Tom Brady leaves, I'm not going to stay with the Patriots. It's a completely different scenario. Because it's Red Wings versus Patriots kind of team scenario deal? As far as where your loyalty lies in the NFL, I don't feel a loyalty to my home team. They let me down. The Lions let everybody down. So, so that, I think yeah, they did. They've won one playoff game. I wasn't saying since no. Since 91. I'm not saying no, Nate. I'm saying Nate is more a Tom Brady fan than a Patriots fan. That's what we need to realize. He's going to root for Tom Brady more than he's going to root for the Patriots. And I don't even know if he's going to root for the Patriots anymore. Why would he? The only reason he rooted for the Patriots in the beginning is because of Tom Brady, right? Do they still have Dante Hightower? He might. He might, but I just donated that shirt. <laughs> yeah. okay. What are you going to do with all your shirts that I bought you over Christmas? <laughs> At least Nate I know what to get him for Christmas. I know. Now we're looking for, like, red. Nate for his honeymoon is going to go to, uh, what, Tampa Bay? Not a bad location. <laughs> when am I getting married? We need to go in December. <laughs> All right, Nate. I think we gave you enough shit there. Sorry about that. Thanks. But I, I felt like it was, a, it, it was something to ask. Like, I don't know. But, uh. Anyways, uh, Z, you said you had some stuff written down. What's our next little topic? Well, so we missed out on last week. I mean, uh, with Nate having to go, uh, we didn't get to talk about any of the change, possible changes for fantasy football. Um, we don't have to go into that. There, uh, We can continue with the hockey one and wrap it up with the football. Or Yeah, let's do that. Let's jump off. And next time, Emmett, don't change the subject. Dang, calling you out, son. Oh, okay, when I change so, the subject. <laughs> off of fantasy football, off of all of football right now, and on to another fantasy sport, um, or hockey in general. Uh, there are talks of them coming back uh, in June and finishing out the remainder of the season uh, at four locations. Um, I'm not sure what the four locations were. It's like Edmonton, Minnesota, and the teams in that division would all go to that location, and there would be three games a day at that location. Jesus. So, you know, I don't know where the Red Wings would go, but say that the host place is Edmonton for one of them. There would be three games at Edmonton's Arena. I don't believe any fans. Be one in the morning, one at noon, one at night, and they'd do that until everybody got all their games in and then finish out the playoffs in August and possibly have just a shortened season next year or a shortened off season. I kind of think that – I mean, it sounds like what they're doing, but – I think you kind of have to finish out this year um, just with everything that teams have done. I, if you just cancel it, I mean, you spent five, six months with this group of guys and then you're just going to cancel it. I, I think a lot of teams and players would just be kind of like, shit, we just worked for everything. We we're just hitting our groove. And then we just start again next season and got to go through this grind again. Yeah. So, um, what do you think the implications are for that with uh, fantasy hockey? Well, once they come back up, I mean, they'll be it'll kind of just be the same thing as it is right now, uh, or as it was. You got all these teams playing; you just don't get to go and watch them. I mean, like three games a day, you're going to have to pick who you want in your lineup that day. Um, I think you'll still get your playoffs, but it'll be like, hey, instead of having three weeks till the end of the year, there's only one week because everybody's playing all their games in this week. So I think standings and everything might be skewed because I think there were two or three weeks left of the regular season for fantasy hockey that now I think there might just be a week. So with their 
season coming back up here, uh, we were talking about the um, playoffs and everything. Honestly, it might they might just call the fantasy hockey because if there's only like a week or two left, that would be playoffs and championship that either you just take the top two teams. I don't even know if Yahoo's really doing anything with that. They're probably going to want to do something with playoffs because they do money leagues that I imagine there would be something, but coming back and if there's only a week or two weeks of hockey, because how many games were left? There were like 10 or 15, maybe less. So probably two weeks. So it might just go straight into playoffs because Yahoo's fantasy hockey is top four teams. Um, one versus four, two versus three, and that might just be how they do it and finish it off like that. Yeah, and I can almost understand, like, it's like, you know what? This is, like, the most rarest occasion. I was actually listening to a podcast where Malcolm Gladwell was talking about, like, this person who's, like, his lawyer friend or whatever. It was, like, the Bill Simmons show or whatever, but he was, like, there's so much money and contract issues that are going on because of this, just in sports alone. But I mean, like for everything, but sports alone is crazy how much work they're probably going into, but there's a clause and and I don't remember what it's called, but it's like an act of God. Like this can be like null by an act of God and whatever that means. And this probably would be part of it because that hasn't happened in a hundred years, even more. So um, I, I thought that was interesting. And, and then we're just talking about fantasy football like, or fantasy hockey or all fantasy sports. And it's like, yeah, there's money on the line, but just give your money back. And for those who didn't win anything, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, that's all you can say. Here's your money back. Here's this. That's all we can do for you. And, and it'll cause a rift, but it's like, this is – this is something that's never seen before. So it almost should have like a, like a silver lining of like, yeah, or like just an understanding of from people. But I, I in my opinion, and, and a lot of people won't agree with that. They're like, I want to fucking win. But look guys, <laughs> you won't see this in your lifetime again. So right. deal with it. Get your money back, play again. And, and, and here's a new version you can play. Well, we have three weeks of yeah. this. You know, I don't know. That's kind of like, I don't think it's going to be that difficult to just be like, sorry, guys. I imagine that that'll kind of be how it goes, and I don't foresee it being a huge issue, but who knows? I mean, as far as ours, go ahead. I do think, like, this season, and, um, I, I do think this NHL season for fantasy is, is tough because we've had this long break and there were, and myself included, but um, there were a couple of teams that jumped on injured reserve players really quickly after the season got suspended. So it like boosted their team if they come back and they end up holding the rest of the season. So, I mean, I know that this this season's 90% of the way already finished and teams are where they're going to be, but, like, people probably wouldn't have dropped players and probably wouldn't have picked up players. So I imagine this season is, is kind of not a wash, but whatever ends up happening is it's definitely not the norm. So Right. I agree with that, and I I mean, hopefully we get to do some sort of playoffs or something with it. Um, uh, if not, though, some of the changes that we had talked about possibly were next year, uh, possibly going to 12 teams, um, changing it to six teams in the playoffs instead of the current four, and if we wanted to change any of the scoring categories – uh, add or subtract any of them, or if we wanted to change it back to the way it was last year, where you get a point for each category you win. Whereas this year, it's if you win the majority of the categories, you just get one win. 
What are your so, guys' thoughts? So I, I um, I definitely like the new change of going to if you win this week, you just get a win. I think, with the exception of one team that hadn't won anything all year, most teams were in it for the majority of the season. Um, and I know that coming down to the last couple of weeks, like Emmett's team was on the verge of not making it. Um, if Zach hadn't pulled out a win and had lost two straight weeks to end the season, there was a possibility he might not have made it. So, I mean, it definitely was, is, was, and still is interesting, even though we're not playing right now. Um, I liked that, um, that format of if you win, you just get one win instead of, you know, if you win each category, you end up winning like 10 to one. And then after, you know, seven weeks, you already know who's not making the playoffs. Right. Um, so what do you think about that, uh, Nick? Uh, well, you're talking to a guy who didn't make the playoffs. Uh, but with that being said, no, I got to give you a little bit. I think I just had a bad team this year. I've made playoffs so many times. I, I'm not going to blame it on the new structure. Um, this year I didn't make it. And so part, part of me is like, no, go back to the old way because I could have <laughs> – I probably would have made it. Uh, but that might not have been true. I don't know. I didn't have a good team this year. Um, so – and that's my fault. You know, I didn't draft or, or, or pick up free agents well. Um, it's tough because if we had everybody playing, the old way would have been great because it really did – count for like you looking and researching and doing the time but that's a lot to ask of people um i was i was looking and researching who's the best this week who's the best last week are they consistent are they not consistent and i'd pick up those players and i i didn't do it that well this year um but that's that's too much to ask for people uh you know they, we're, we're we're working class we're all we're all doing you know, our nine to five stuff. So it's like, it's like, I can't expect somebody to care about this as much as, as me. Um, so yeah, either way works. Um, what are your, now you are a, you are a bubble team, um, where you were in fifth or sixth place, maybe even seventh, but what do you feel about the playoffs going to six? What do you mean going? Oh, like I was, I was hoping to go to six cause I'd have been in it. Uh, I would have been. I don't think it was them. Um, I, I, I was think the excited because I was excited teams. this year. And but I like I like uh, when because Nate does the football, he does six. So I like that. Um, and I remember like halfway through the season, I was like, "Well, I'm fifth. I'll make it because there's six. And then you were like, "No, only four teams make it." I'm like, "What? Holy shit!" You yeah, know, I mean, I do so I was bummed, but it's all selfish you know like I, it's hard for me to have a real opinion because i i really was the fifth sixth team seventh team you know i was like oh shit if i could just make six i'll be fine so uh but but years previous i, I was not i was four one through four obviously because that's the way we did when i made the playoffs so um yeah i mean it was just really like circumstantial for me and selfish so uh but but with that being said no i'd like it to go to six um if you're going to do this new format of win once a week, if you're going to keep the old way, I don't know. I guess that's a lot like, it's a larger margin of error. Right. And like disparity of skill or team, a, a good team fantasy team, maybe skill is not the right word, but it's like, if you're going to do so many points, then you can narrow it down. But if you're going to do less points, you should open it up because it's going to have a, a less uh, disparity or margin of um, skill or, or, or team level there. So I guess that's my, my final. What do, you, what do you think he as far as going to six teams and the scoring this year and if you'd add or change any scoring categories? 
don't think you need to change the categories as much. I mean, it's interesting when you do because it changes up the the way people draft. But um, I don't know. It would be interesting if you went to six now that we have about six to seven people who play every week. But it's hard to go to 12 when you don't even have 10 who play all the way. But I still think that six out of seven would be fun. It'd be good. I'm, I'm a little bit in the middle because last year I had a pretty good year and got all the way to the finals. And this year I'm struggling to make it in. So I'm kind of on the fence. But I do like the idea of six going and it making it a little bit uh, more exciting for more people. All right. Yeah. Now, uh, Nate, you had something here. Yeah, I was thinking – so there was one – that that I was thinking about changing, about proposing to change, um, just for goalies, I was thinking of if it were possible to get rid of the the goals against average, um, because I feel like that's more of a team stat than it is a goalie stat. Um, I think that save percentage is accurate of the goalie skill goals against average is really going to be like a system thing. Like if you're on a Barry Trotz team, you know, um, whereas things like maybe adding in place of goals against average, a shutouts, which there aren't many, a lot of the, the season, but since we're, since we're in a, a situation right now where you're not winning each category and each category isn't counting towards your total wins, then um, the necessity to have something that occurs more often like a GAA or a save percentage, those types of things isn't as necessary. Um, so I would think instead of the GA, I would add in shutouts just as that like, well, if my goalie had a phenomenal week, that prevents a straight up tie, you know, between right. me and my opponent. Um, there are that, 11 that my categories. I thought um, there were 11. Yeah, there are 11. So there, I mean, I guess there is still that chance for the tie with even goals or something like that. But from past years, when we did it category to category, um, the shutouts, there were so many ties that it definitely makes sense what you're saying. Um, I mean, someone like Bernier this year who had a great save percentage but had a terrible goals against average because we were giving up four or five goals a game. Yeah. I mean, that definitely makes sense and something to look at. It was actually forward. good for how bad we were. Absolutely. Yeah, but it was bad, but it was bad. I mean – if you look at uh, Jimmy Howard's win totals, oh god, I felt that. I think he had all of his wins in twenty two and lost twenty something. I think both of them were in the like first three weeks of the season. And he had such a good year last year for how bad we were last year. He had like right. twenty two and twenty three. He went twenty two and twenty three or something, which is not good. But like for how bad we were, oh man, like to go two and like twenty. Or something, twenty-three. I, I, I don't know the real one, but it's like, Jesus. I I like Jimmy Howard. In fact, I really think Jimmy Howard had a bad rap in Detroit sports. And I know we kind of already talked about the lines a little bit, but um, a good video of mine, uh, the Bo praise. They they talk they talk me about uh the the most important positions in Detroit are the Detroit Red Wings goalie and the Lions quarterback and then our pitchers, which is really not really different from any other state's top positions, but they're going to get the most heat. Chris Osgood, I truly believe he is a Hall of Fame goalie, but he will not. I don't know if he'll get it. I, I hope he does, but I, he hasn't got it. Does he have 400 wins? He did. Yeah, he has 400. Do you remember his 400th win against Colorado? I do, yeah. Oh, my God. That alone deserves – oh, man. It was such a beautiful win. I Did Cromwell win that in the end? I, I 
I know Cromwell was part of the celebration. I don't know. I remember his 40 to 20 in shots for Colorado. And it was so beautiful because Colorado was obviously our nemesis, you know, through the nineties and early millennium a little bit, but it was like, this was later. Osgood came back from New York Islanders. He wasn't a top goalie anymore. And he, but he, and he wasn't even really a modern goalie anymore. He was a very like shut down, come out, stop you smaller goalie, which is not, today's game Vasilevsky and fucking like all these other goalies Bishop but like um but he found a way to win that game for his 400th win it was so poetic to me uh but uh I guess going back it's like yeah we like we have so much heat towards these people and they don't get the credit they deserve and that's why I think Jimmy Howard is actually a much better goalie then we'll ever get him, give him credit for because he never won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Um, even if he did, I don't think we'd give him enough credit that he deserves. We <laughs> fucking Chris Osgood won two. Did he win two? And we'd like didn't give him enough credit. Like he won one. Legacy won one in ninety eight or ninety seven. Vernon got the ninety. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Stan my bad. Osgood. Vernon. I always get those guys. My bad. The legacy was pretty great too, though. I gotta give him that. But, yeah, well, uh, we lost four in a row to Edmonton with legacy. <laughs> quite the legacy. I won't blame legacy for all of that. But uh, <laughs> no, but um, Edmonton no, I, I mean like Osgood won two, right? With us? Well, I guess he technically won three, but he actually played like as the legit starter too. And he's still not in the Hall of Fame. He's got two Stanley Cups, four hundred wins. One of the best save goals against average, but people don't give him shit because he played for the Red Wings, who had Steve Eisman, Brennan Sergey Fedorov, which I mean, they like could have put anybody in that. But he, yeah, well, that's what they say, and that just like that bothers me. Like I don't like that. And uh, and Jimmy Howard is, I don't think he's as good as Osgood, you know, relative terms. Um, but he is a damn good goalie. And I don't think people give him credit. And I don't think anybody in, especially now, the way that Detroit's playing as they ever will. But uh, but I think he definitely deserves some recognition for what he did. But uh, And I think he's gone. But uh, he was a good goalie. And he should deserve some credit for some good years. Um, anyways... Uh, I guess I'll open that up to anybody who wants to disagree or say something about it. I don't know. You look at all the original six teams, they all criticize their goalies. The Rangers, uh, Lundqvist will always be a legend, never won a Stanley Cup. Carey Price will always be a legend, never won a Stanley Cup. But you Tuka think he Rask, will, though? No. But Duke Rask gets a lot of rap. It's a lot of bad rap from Boston, even though he's a very, very good goaltender. One of the best not to. It's fucking amazing. And he gets a very bad rap from Boston. So it's just certain markets give certain teams a bad rap. Do you remember in 2002 we watched the Red Alert? They were throwing jerseys on the ice. A who? Do you remember that? Oh, I know the Red Alert. Who were they throwing the jerseys at? What jerseys? They were throwing Dominic Hasek jerseys on the ice. Were they? I don't remember that part. Hasek gets shelled, and that sends our team in kind of a tailspin. Exactly you are quoting You are literally it. You are quoting that's, literally. No, but, but all due respect, that's Emmett's legit skill. But they went into the final games of the year just blowing it. And they had to play Vancouver, who was one of the hottest teams coming in. So. I feel like I'm watching it right now. <laughs> yeah, he's very good at quoting I mean, He's so good at painting a picture of what we've already seen. <laughs> Just close your eyes and I'll take you there. But still, Okay, I, so, oh, my God, guys, I got to ask you a question. This is a great question, and this is what me and Eric Beaupre, uh, my good buddy from high school, uh, had discussed and tried to argue, and I think that we did too a little bit, was in Red Alert 2002 – the quote was uh, from 
one of the uh, Carolina players who's doing a press conference, he says, Artris Herbe. Was it Herbe who says, we're the team? With a capital T. That caps O-T. <laughs> Why would they say caps O-T? Um, okay, okay, okay. So who who believes what was it? There was either this is the team with the capital T because he had an accent, right? He had like a, a Finnish accent. I don't know. It was an accent. I don't know where he's from. Sorry to anybody who's listening because obviously oh, we have a lot of European listeners here. Um, but uh, – or it was like – because like – we're not like it was something like we're not worried because we're the team that caps OT, or he said something along the lines of we're the team with a capital T. And it was so hard to distinguish that even the the CC caption because it was freaking like straight up video cassette. Like it, there was no there was nothing there. It was like a question mark or whatever. And uh, it was a debate. On what was said, so let's go around the room on what was what was actually. Do we did we actually have the discussion before? Yes. I'm gonna go first so I can just be out of this immediately because I watched it so many times and all watched it so many times. We had the goddamn conversion. Okay, now quit interrupting so I can explain. It's why I need to be out of this because I didn't hear any of that. And I just made up his like, wow, Herbe just said capsulty, which isn't even a word. Capsulty. We have a in the running. <laughs> Why did he say casualty right there? <laughs> Doesn't so, make sense to me either. I am out because I have no idea. I just was like, I, I have no idea what he said. So I can't even give my input there. What's to go next? I I say he said that's a team with a capital T. I defer to the to the savant of quotations. Oh jeez, yeah, that's tough to go against. And it. it really is. I I honestly agree with that. So that's a team with a capital T. Capital Yeah, casual capital T. T or capital T? No, casual T. Like they kill people on the ice. That's a casualty. You think Irby was Scottish, dude? Capsulty. Capsulty. Okay, so like, let's go around, starting with uh, Z, and then I'll go, and then Emmett, and then Nate, just because that's the way the screen kind of looks. Um, of like, give your best impression of it. Why? <laughs> yeah, know? I'm not doing that. So I can't, I can't remember the quote. Emmett would you have to go first. Just did it a thousand times. But it, I just it's remember come the off capsule T. This is a team. The capsule T. Yeah, See, you don't even know. <laughs> you act like you did it so perfectly that we were I just taking it. Like we weren't, dude. <laughs> dude, I nailed it. Stop the recording. It's over. He did it. <laughs> Actually, you know what I'll do is I'll I'll uh, put right here where they actually like say it, and everybody gets a chance to like chime in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they got that on bridgements, whatever. They got that on anchor. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anchor had all that uh, access to. Whatever. Are you gonna go E? Are you gonna say it? That's the team that cap. That's that's a team with capital T. Oh, he almost said the other way. He almost. He doesn't even know. That's a team with capital T. Like that's just what he said. It makes no other sense. Nate, come on, dude. Don't be a butt. He's not a butt. Oh, he knows what he's doing. That I I don't need to follow that up. That was like, that was like, um. Reliving that was like reliving the Bose moment. He just won best actor right there. I don't. I'm, an, I'm a methadone actor, you know. Who got the Oscar? Robert De Niro. God, we only had ten minutes. God, we could do this for fucking five hours. Don't you have All to right, do Nate's gonna, Nate, Come on, just say, just give it. Like, we'll just do it, dude. No. Why? Because I asked you now. Oh, yeah, I think it's. I more asked you now, so therefore you now can't you do it. Now you asked me. No, you I asked, asked me 17 earlier. Seventeen times. 
Minus one, plus two, minus one. So. I think he's still mad about. No, I'm not mad. You're talking about me. I was talking about Nick, of course. I'm not. Well, I'm not even talking to you. Oh my gosh! I know. Seriously, All Nick's right, so, more mad that Jameis Winston isn't in the league anymore, so he can't. He draft is him. in the league. <laughs> what team does he play for? Easy. He will. <laughs> <laughs> what team does he play for, Nick? He will play for a team. You really think he won't play for a team? Yes. I, I, I will put money. He'll be a backup. He won't be a starter. Like I bet you he's a starter for Buffalo. Buffalo? No. 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 <laughs> Josh yeah. Allen, bro. <laughs> Good try. They went to the playoffs last year. So Why would they bring in a new quarterback? <laughs> and pick another team. I'd love to hear it. Maybe the Lions. <laughs> That's another like. That actually doesn't sound bad. That's not even funny, Zach. Although I'd watch every game still, that's not even funny. You watch every game of the Lions. Are you serious? Yes, I do. I watch Red Zone first, but I have the Lions on in the background. I watch Red Zone. There's no clips of the Lions offense, but. So I put the Lions on in the background. It's going to be weird watching New England play at 1 o'clock every week. Tampa Bay is going to have every, like, prime time. Sunday night matinee game. What if if the Lions got Winston and then Stafford went to the Patriots and they won the Super Bowl? You sound like that's what you want to happen. (laughs) Maybe I'll go to the Patriots. I heard King Newton's going to the Patriots. New, well, Newton's going to get picked up. I heard Newton was going to go to the Jaguars. But he's going to get picked up. They got Bing Shoo Choo. Ming Choo. Ming Choo wasn't that great. All right. What else can we talk about? Well, we. What about. We didn't, go ahead. Sorry, go. You were saying <laughs> we uh we didn't finish the fantasy football talk last week about changes. Ugh. You only got you don't want to talk about it. Is that what that was, Nick? Yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I've never disagreed with a change or a trade. Gabby has perfect segue. Perfect segue. I've never disagreed with a change (laughs) or a trade. I am the guy who is like, Gabby's like, I will trade you 10th round pick for Cam Newton. Sounds good. Don't care. You got to trade draft pick for draft pick, though. So, Cam Newton, first round pick, 10th round pick, and Hey, Nick, maybe if you paid attention, you might have won. I don't. Same could be said for you, Ralph. Two years. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't think of that. Nate, Nate. What? Sorry, dude. This got real, though. Are we going (laughs) to talk about changes or are we going to just chirp? No, we got to talk about this, Nate. We really do. Because I've talked about it. And you I didn't talk to you it? about it. I didn't talk to you because I felt so bad. Okay. Nate, you lost the championship last year. Mm-hmm. You're coming and I'm I lost this year. So I'm, Are you are you trying to form our own self help group? Well <laughs> I didn't if play we need to if we need to. No, no, Nate. This is what I want. Like, we've already had you explain yourself about the Patriots. What happened? Ah. Oh, wow. Who needs oh. to explain what the scenario was? Zach already muted himself because he doesn't want to be part of this. <laughs> so, Nate, you, you deserve to win. You have been so dedicated to this league. You're not only – you're the commissioner, Emmett Cheats, blah, blah, blah. Um, you deserve, you, like, and, and last year the scenario was, Nate, you and Diesel were in the playoffs. 
you guys were going head to head. And last game, one of your players wasn't like he was like out, right? Yeah, and you didn't change it. And I, I texted you. Zach, I'm pretty sure Zach and Emma texted you. Emma texted you. My I texted you. I was like, what are you doing? Put him in. Because we all wanted to know what happened. I think this is a good platform for you to explain yourself. <laughs> so, so I, we have under four minutes, and I, I want to do it justice. So we might have to wait until the next round. Oh, my gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So the long story was, um, in a really abbreviated form, I was out with family and I had been getting crap for being on my phone and I just said, okay, I'm setting it down. And so there you go. I was out to eat brunch with, uh, Gabby, Margo and, uh, Gabby's dad so well and then I checked it right at 102 I imagine that's a long story short so thanks I I only bring it up because I really did I I hurt because ultimately if you had played the other guy so you so I play. actually had picked up the other guy on the off chance that somebody that wouldn't play. might need to play him. And I might need to play him. And he would have won it for me. Yeah. Even though, it hurt. even though the youngest brother on this chat was like, why would you pick up that guy? I was like, dude, he's going to have a week. Well, he doesn't I know I picked him up on the off chance. It, he would have won it for me. And, you know, I only have myself to blame. I don't, I don't go talking about it the hurt is inside and i've buried it it's okay did you bury it deep it's it's in a shallow <laughs> grave i cry into my pillow every once in a while but oh. it's okay well anyway i i was gonna say another stipulation is you had to mute that guy because he's gonna come through and he's oh just gonna he's just gonna be a hey nick nick what how all do you he feel wants about, to do is chirp how do you feel about last year like like, what if you play that other guy? No, 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 that's not the same. I played the players I played, and they all played. Now, if I switch, they, it's not one of those, like, good. you can't have those, like, if you play somebody, you can't have regrets on playing. Now, granted, if I had switched, <laughs> yes, I would have won. But if only I switched one of the, like, seven. So, like, with Nate having, like, this – the person being out for a while, you can switch. Nate's None guy was out. out. Nate's guy was out that day. Exactly. Yeah, but they were Mine was out. not. Mine was not out. No, I was just wondering how it, like, fell. Super See, we can't, we can't have conversations with Emmett because all he wants to do is chirp. I He's a, he provokes. It just doesn't seem like there's going to be an NFL season this year, so I'm just excited to have it for another year. Uh, the day quarantine ends, I'm pretty if sure there's no NFL season. I'm coming play. into your room and I'm, I'm taking that trophy. I'm pretty sure it's when playoffs start. That's how it was taken away from the last winter. You might have to so, sedate him. He basically makes love to that thing every night. Uh, goddamn he'll fall asleep on his own right. I'll come in there, no problem. Turned into a plug, so anyway. I'm pretty uh, sure it's he, when playoffs start. That's when you take it away. Zach, That's when you took it away from the last winners. You know, Zach, this is extraordinary times. Call for extraordinary measures, so we'll see. All right, Goodell. Good job. You're doing good. No fun league. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. All right, I think this is a good spot to wrap it up this week, guys, with the fantasy football and hockey talk. Seems like we'll be talking about it each week, but I think for right now this is pretty good. Yeah, Nate kind of got uh, called out a lot, but I think that's almost appropriate, though. Emmett, back me up. You, lo- you left us 
whether you got disconnected or not last week, um, we love you. Um, so therefore, you're going to get shit on a little bit. And I think it just gives a little insight to uh, how we all <laughs> treat each other so well. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Nobody's safe. What is that? Nobody's safe. I'll come at any one of you. But I yeah, but nobody, nobody here feels like, I mean, I would never say like, I, well, you know what, who the fuck knows? I don't feel unsafe here. I hope nobody else does. So, um, Anyways, yeah, I do think it's a, a good uh, time to stop. It's uh, It's been a long podcast. I think we talked a lot about fantasy, like just fantasy sports, uh, just our insight on like what's going on in sports in general. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll let us all go through our last little alibis before we uh, say goodbye. So Emmett, what's your last little thing to say? And yeah. I would just like it to be reiterated uh, so that everybody knows who's listening to this outside. Uh, fantasy football champion. It's like right over here, right above me. Nick, you've won one time. So you know how it feels. I don't know how these other two know it. Uh, never mind. Um, and, I, and I'm the youngest. So we're on to whoever wants to go next. Go ahead, Z. Well, I don't think I'll ever hear enough of that. Goodness gracious. But, uh, yeah, I got nothing. I hope you guys have a good week. I love you all. And I will uh, see you guys next week. Have a good week. What up, Nate? What's your last little just uh just enjoyed being with you guys this week uh glad we got to finish it out together this week and uh, i hope you're all safe and uh hopefully the weather turns real nice here soon so we can uh be doing stuff outside instead of messing around in the rain here so oh yeah all right yeah um yep uh, I'm Nick, and uh, I'm with my brothers, uh, the four brothers who are at the podcast. We will see you guys next week. Uh, I love you guys. I miss you guys. I wish I could hug you guys. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen you guys. Um, let's uh, let's have some. I, I, let's do a little thing next week. Let's try and bring some more uh, personal stories because I think there's always fun. Um, and I know that some family members have been listening, and I think that they really really like those. But uh, I love you guys. I miss you guys a ton. I'm so glad that we get to, outside of this, play some video games. And uh, um, I'm looking forward that, to that next week. If we can, uh, even even if we can jump on and do a, do another little small episode before Friday, I'm totally down for it. I'm not expecting it. If it works, it works. Uh, it almost worked this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, we are the Wagner Brothers. We all grew up together. Um, we love each other so much, and uh, I love you guys. Uh, we'll we'll see you next week. We're the four brothers. We're out there podcast, and uh, yeah, we'll see you. Bye, guys. Love you. See ya. Love you guys. I love it.